Greetings, and welcome to At Home with Economics. I'm your host, Bo Garcia, Dean of Community Education and Workforce Development at Lansing Community College. At Home with Economics is a space where we explore business, workforce, and community development initiatives and how they impact our daily lives. Today, we'll be interviewing my colleague and friend, Chad Bordczyk. Welcome, Chad, and thank you for being with us today. Thanks. It's great to be here. Now, Chad, before we get started, let me tell our listeners just a little bit about you. Now, Chad is a Director of Corporate Training and Continuing Education overseeing the Business and Community Institute, also known as the BCI. Prior to becoming Director of the BCI, Chad has been in many account management type roles where he has learned what it means to provide solutions and serve customers well. His former position was actually as a business development manager in the BCI, where he now serves as director. Chad earned his Master's of Business Administration, Salesforce Certified Administrator Certification, and has become a Certified Scrum Master. So uh, as we begin, Chad, the BCI, can you give us an overview of what the Business and Community Institute, or BCI, does? Absolutely. I like to think of us as a solution provider in general. We offer customized, deliver training, coaching, and consulting across our region. As it relates to Lansing Community College, we're a large part of the non-credit area. But when it comes to the way that we work with our community, uh, we're actually a, a very valuable resource for businesses, nonprofits, public sector entities, associations, healthcare organizations across the board. Basically, we work with everybody in our region. And just as we partner with people, we have found examples of the things that we're able to do for them beyond, I mean, the high level training, coaching, consulting concept. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're able to increase productivity, Hmm. basically improve things like employee retention, which right now that's a big one. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are struggling uh, with retention of employees and finding people. And so when you think of one thing I'd love to point out on just that piece is, you know, when we think about what we do for our employers and those companies or the organization itself, it's also important to remember it isn't just about the company or organization. Many individuals have this sort of this natural desire, you know, for growth and personal development. Mm-hmm. And so you think about retention, being able to provide those kinds of things is a big part of that, right? And we found, you know, with uh, organizations in general, the ones that seem to be succeeding the best in the the retention area Mm -hmm. are the ones that are growing from within. So they're -hmm. they're providing the training, they're giving the skill sets to those individuals to help them to grow and become better and then be elevated within the organization. So that's a big thing. But at any rate, other things, you know, helping with effective communication, creating operational efficiencies, Mm. uh, developing stronger leadership, in general, just helping them, you know, with their future workforce. So all in all, you know, more efficient, more effective, better communication, things like that for those companies. We also do reach out, try to provide solutions in working with different programs, such as incentives, Mm -hmm. uh, tax incentive programs, any other types of funds that may be available written in legislation. And there's a couple of those right now like the Michigan New Jobs Training Program and uh, the Going Pro Talent Fund. So we'll work really heavy with companies to make those successful for the company. Beautiful. That, you know, Chad, is highly relevant. If I were an employer, and you know, this is music to my ears, it's all about employee retention. And to whatever degree I need to invest in my employees to upskill and, and retain, that's not an expense. That's investment. That's good stuff, Chad. Thank you. You said something about creating efficiencies. What do you mean by that? Well, it's kind of one example of the many ways uh, of what we offer, what we're here for, the many things that we do. So as a solutions provider, we would help any organization 
identify ways to become more efficient. I think everybody can kind of understand what efficient means. You know, mm-hmm. um, we might buy a, a vehicle that gets better gas mileage because we want to be more efficient, right? So we right. save money on gas. Right. Uh, when it comes to organizations, though, ultimately efficiencies can be looked at as the ability to achieve a goal with less, right? And right. so when we do that, we look at the issues that we face as an organization or a business, and we find, you know, less cost, less time, less effort, all of those things add to the bottom line. Right. So we have a large amount of quality systems types of training and things like that, that help companies identify those things. Ultimately, what we call it in the quality world is reducing waste. Right. You know, if we're walking across a office or something to get a supply every single time we need a supply, as opposed to having this fly right next to us, mm-hmm. simple elementary example, sure. but saves a lot of time, saves a lot of effort, especially now when maybe companies don't have as much capacity and so they're looking for more people but in the meantime they've got to do as much work with less as they can so that's kind of the idea of helping companies to build with efficiencies that's such a critically important concept i mean efficiency goes to increased productivity reduced operational inefficiencies what's that mean for the company profitability so even from the numbers game that is that's great information thank you now in terms of you know the companies you work with how do you decide who to work with Oh, great question. So we have a region we call the SLICE region. So it's an acronym for a number of counties, but we work with anybody within that region. Mm-hmm. So it can be any organization or business. We say business and organization because there's you know a lot of nonprofits, there's a lot of healthcare organizations and things that don't consider themselves a business, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we have to learn a lot of the same skills and things in order to be efficient and effective in our various sectors. So the SLICE region is our region, and that acronym stands for Shiawassee, Livingston, Ingham, Ionia, Clinton, and Eaton counties. And within those counties, we work with all business sectors and all sectors alike. So, for example, manufacturing is a sector that's probably the biggest in Ingham County, Mm -hmm. right, because we've got all the manufacturing facilities, uh, healthcare, information technology, and communications, Sectors like financial services, insurance, construction, transportation. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. If you have a front door, then we can work with you. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. That is quite diverse and and, uh, great breadth and depth in terms of uh, who you work with. And well, that's fantastic. Now, um, can you maybe give us real life examples of any companies you've worked with? Oh, absolutely. First, let me just say that we typically provide anywhere from around 400 to 500 uh, training programs, uh, and then somewhere in the neighborhood of 4,000 to 5,000 training participants annually. That is is amazing. Yeah. Four four to 5,000 individuals annually. That is incredible. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we, we work really hard to be the best resource that we can possibly be for our region. And I've not seen any year, uh, I'll just say this, where we were below 97.5% customer satisfaction. Whoa, say that that one more time. Yeah, I'll say it differently. Every year I've been here, we have been at or above at least 97.5% customer satisfaction. Phenomenal. That is, congratulations. That is, that's, that's humble. That's, in effect, I mean, well. I'm just impressed. Yeah, we're very proud of it. We work very hard um, and we continually do the same thing, right? We look for every efficiency Mm -hmm. we can with our team internally. And we sort of try to practice what we preach, so to speak, when we're providing our services. To your question, as far as actual real life examples, I would probably start with my favorite, not to pick favorites, but (laughs) this is definitely my favorite. And it's because of the work that they do. Uh, Dean Transportation is an organization that we've worked with for a long, a long time. Mm -hmm. And Kelly Dean, Fred Doker, what an awesome organization. Wonderful people. 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 I I know I'm leaving a lot of people out there, but they're they're outstanding. Mm -hmm. And among other things, they provide transportation 
for children with severe impairments. Mm -hmm. So while the bus drivers don't have to have a special license, say for healthcare or some of the other things that they might come across when they're on a bus, the leadership, Kelly and all of the leadership over there, they think very highly and they take very good care to make sure that every one of those individuals mm-hmm. is well cared for and gets to the school or the facility safely, right? Beautiful. And so they do a lot of internal training, a lot of different types of trainings. One of the trainings that they have worked with us on, there's actually a number of trainings in the terms of healthcare because they do work with these children that have impairments. And so they want their bus drivers to be educated mm-hmm. on how to understand the population of people they have on the bus, what to do if there's an emergency, all those kinds of things, right? So they've worked with us and we've been able to create a process where we actually, it's not just training. We we coordinate with all of their locations. They have over 40 locations. Wow. We do all the coordinating, the scheduling uh, with their contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, we And we deliver all the healthcare training for all of their locations, for all of their people. They have well over 2,000 wow. employees. And so we've developed customized modules for them. Uh, we provide a school bus healthcare training for them Great. and various uh, modules and things. And so that's been a real um, wonderful partnership. And we've mm-hmm. really appreciated being able to provide that. It's It's been kind of a vested interest for me. I yeah. really appreciate them. That's fantastic. Um, another example, engineering companies, there's a specific manufacturing company that's also engineering and they create specialized equipment mm-hmm. for manufacturers. And at one point they had created a very custom piece of equipment for a major automaker hmm. that you and I would know quite really? well. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and so they create this equipment, right? And then, and then it gets implemented in the automaker's production line. Mm-hmm. Well, in this process, uh, they need user manuals. They need all the stuff that you would imagine that having anything would be provided. So mm-hmm. we developed a user manual wow. to be used by the automaker, the folks that are using the equipment. Great. Not only that, but we provided the training to explain the manual, mm-hmm. right? And right. then also help them to implement it. And so all of those pieces, you know, it comes with not just writing up a manual, but actually assessing, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the piece of equipment, understanding what it is, mm-hmm. understanding the potential complications, if there were to be any that somebody might run into, and then uh, delivering that in that sort of package. Wow. So. I guess the last example I might give, uh, just because it's a, another unique example, is just sheer volume. Mm-hmm. We've worked with General Motors with the Michigan New Jobs Training Program right. and provided millions of dollars worth of training, Excellent. whether it be vendor training or specific training or help them with internal training. Mm-hmm. Either way, we uh, help them to roll out a very, very big project uh, through MNJTP. They focus highly on the safety of their employees a lot of skilled training like FANUC robot mm-hmm. training, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, we're a solution provider. Mm-hmm. Those are several examples of large-scale, unique projects that we've worked with. I think a lot of cases, organizations across our region don't really understand that we can do those kinds of things. Right. And so we've had a lot of success in that area. If it's okay, I actually have a brochure here that I would love to read a couple examples of sure. some testimonies. That'd be great. Uh, because it, it obviously speaks to the way that we're working with organizations. Great. One is from a practice administrator of a healthcare organization, a medical practice. And this person, uh, he basically says, the training and expertise provided by BCI has been invaluable to our medical practice. The outstanding instructors customized training to our environment resulting in enhanced and sustained operational efficiencies, process improvement, and patient experience, which is pretty outstanding. Wow, that's impressive. 
Yeah. A second one is from a human resources director from a manufacturing facility. And she says that BCI has impacted our engagement with our employees. We have been provided excellent service and follow-up top-of-the-line trainers and a more knowledgeable workforce. We turn to BCI for the majority of our training needs for hourly and salary employees. Wow. So just a couple examples there. But that, you know, that's impressive. It's one thing for you two to tell us about you. It is another thing for your customers to tell us about you. And I'm particularly impressed by the breadth and depth and the range of your customer base. I know you cited just a handful of examples, but uh, I'm sure you work with many other other companies that feel the same way. Go into that just a bit more, Chad. You know, types of trainings that maybe you do, whatever type of coaching or consulting that you provide, please. Sure. To be fully transparent, I don't know that there's a training out there that we couldn't provide. We have an exceptional Great. team. Great. Um, so we've got a lot of resources, but I would say in general, when you think in terms of training, organizational consulting, coaching, assessment, mm, business, okay. human resource development, uh, wow. things like leadership training and soft skills, we definitely work with information technology and computer systems. I mean, everything from say cybersecurity, Red Hat, programming languages, wow. things like that. Healthcare, we found CPR right now is a huge demand sure. uh, with all the hype now yeah, in sure. that area, which is great. Quality and quality management systems. This is what I was talking about, efficiencies and really learning how to save and cut waste uh, and save costs. Mm-hmm. Technical and skilled trades, a huge, huge area. I mean, that's anything from geometric dimensioning and tolerancing and, mm-hmm. and, and CNC machines and mm-hmm. blueprint reading, things of that nature. Yeah in across the board. But like I said, I mean, that's a, a, a big breakdown of the different things that probably are, are very popular. We do a lot to customize training. So we've got a great team, tons and tons of instructors, many certifications, different types of certifications, highly experienced instructional developers, performance improvement specialists, subject matter experts across the board. And then we have a, a great team of technicians, support personnel, project managers, people that we that we come together and all, and we have all kinds of connections and resources. And basically that's what we do. We leverage every, wow. every area of that. So that is phenomenal. I was impressed before. And now having heard that, I'm even more so impressed. And in terms of the training and, and coaching and, and the consulting that you're doing, what's that environment like right now? Well, we have a very, very flexible environment. So we offer a lot of flexibility in every way. So we, we have a combination of options So for example, online, we have video-based training that we could do. So this would be like at your own pace kind of thing. We can create that. Face-to-face online Mm -hmm. um, is another option, obviously, with the inception of the whole issue with COVID and a Mm -hmm. lot of more work, remote work and things like that. Uh, We've learned about efficiencies for some companies who have remote workers. Mm -hmm. At our facilities at the BCI, we do in-person training right there at our classrooms. We've got some great facilities Mm -hmm. at the company or organization's uh, site. Okay. So a lot of times companies will say, hey, it's a lot easier for me just to have you come here. We've got a training space that we can use. Or maybe it's hands-on training for equipment that they have, specialized equipment they have that we need to teach them about. So. A combination of any of those options that we can do any of that, for example, you know, with CPR, this is, again, a unique thing that's happening right now where we are seeing the desire for individuals to sort of train online. So the CPR, AED, first aid, normal training that we would do for five hours in a classroom, Mm -hmm. they are able to access that online to learn the subject matter. Okay. And there are videos and things like that, but it's at their own pace. They mm-hmm. learn the material and so forth. And then they come in in person to do their skills-based checkoff. Excellent. And so that is a very 
convenient option mm -hmm. as well. And mm -hmm. we also, of course, offer the same CPR AED first aid classes in person. Mm -hmm. So for that four or five hours, it depends on the needs of the person, right? So it's all about customization, flexibility, and identifying what each organization or company needs and what fits their mm -hmm. schedule best. I would also say any shift, any day, and so wow. forth. So, you know, we might have a 24-hour training and a company says, look, I can offer to have each team in there for four hours mm -hmm. a week. And so we roll it out for six weeks. We do four hours mm -hmm. one day every week for six weeks or, or however that works, right? I mean, that's Same. kind of the idea. And then, you know, as far as the online piece, our platform is fully online. So we can actually offer all the training materials, the videos, meetings, everything fully online mm -hmm. as needed. Uh, obviously, that was especially helpful when a lot of people sent their employees home during COVID and things like sure, that. Sure, so. sure. You know, Jed, what I am immensely impressed with is how adaptable and responsive it sounds like the BCI is. So, Chad, how do you work with companies to identify their needs? It sounds like you're immensely responsive, and part of that is going to be making sure that you hear the pain points accurately. That's a great question. You know, it's kind of like the question of what keeps you up at night, mm, right? right? I mean, right. Um, it might not just be a problem. A lot of times that the problem is what we're trying to solve, but at the same time, it could be a problem to solve or a goal to achieve, right? And mm. so really it's kind of a simple concept. It's not easy, right? right? But it's a simple concept. And so what we do is we analyze the gap. And basically that just means that we're going to work with organizations. We're going to sit down with them and we're going to, first of all, for example, if it's say a performance issue, right? We're going to sit down and we're going to ask them to describe the actual performance that's happening now, right? Mm -hmm. And then after we get some good feedback from that, we're also going to then ask them to describe the desired performance. Mm -hmm. And the difference between those two things obviously is the gap. Like I said, it's, sure. this is pretty simplistic, but it's just not always easy to solve. Very much so. And so that gap then begs the question, is it a skill deficiency, mm -hmm. right? So right. that's the next question is, is if it's a skill deficiency, then obviously the training considerations are there for what is the skill they need to learn or understand or get better at. And mm -hmm. we can create whatever training customized to that specific skill. So for example, if I were thinking about an Excel training, somebody might not need to just sit in a full eight hour Excel class. Mm -hmm. They might just need specific training on some specific formulas, sure. right? So that's an example that yeah. probably most people can get is Excel. So this can be very complex skills. It can be anything. But the idea here is what is the skill? Is it required often? Is there a technology that's changing in your company? I mean, we're going to be really fully rolling out the assessment. Mm -hmm. And through that, then we're going to look at formal training options to increase that person's skills. If it's a situation where there's a need for on-the-job assistance, mm -hmm. then we can do what we call train the trainer, mm -hmm. right? So we can take the people in the organization that would be sort of the supervisor or the people that are going to be responsible for that on-the-job assistance, mm -hmm. and we can train them. We can create a customized training to train them on how to help mm -hmm. their individuals with the training and the on-the-job assistance. Excellent. There's, a, of course, layer upon layer upon layer across the skill deficiency piece because there's all kinds of skills and all kinds of needs. However, if it's not a skill deficiency, then we have to go to the other considerations, right? So like, for example, motivation. Mm -hmm. Is it a motivation issue? Why would it be a motivation issue? Mm -hmm. You know, do we uncover that maybe there's some communication concerns, uh, expectations are unclear. Maybe there needs to be, uh, and again, how do we solve it? training, coaching, consulting. Mm -hmm. But the idea here is that when those expectations are unclear, we're going to work with leadership, supervisors, people across the board in order to help them to fill the gap. 
So for example, a lot of people like to call it training and that's what it is. It is training, Mm -hmm. but we can also call it a learning solution because we're not just set. We, we have all kinds of trainings that are what we call off the shelf. Sure. You want an Excel one training, come on over. We'll do an Excel one training. If you're just looking for general training, but we also focus on customizing that Mm -hmm. so that it is an exact learning solution for the need for either the goal that they're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. or the problem they're trying to solve across the board. And this is organizational wide. We've worked with a hospital to do lean organizational development across the organization. Excellent. Created two major teams, led the teams in training, helped them do mapping, all this kind of thing. And then we took the champions and we gave them specific coaching to become lean certified. I mean, just things like that, right? And so Mm -hmm. another example of that solution is that it isn't necessarily just about, oh, let's do a leadership training. We've worked with an organization in regards to stronger leadership Mm -hmm. as a top-down approach. Mm -hmm. Forgive the expression, but when we say that, we mean all the way from chief executives all the way down in org chart, right? So we look at it that way. And so when we look at that, we may provide executive coaching, and then we're going to infuse some effective leadership training into that, right? Mm -hmm. And so then we're going to hit the mid-tier management with emerging leadership. Mm -hmm. Great. And then we're going to do things for new leaders, like excelling as a new leader supervisor training. And then maybe if there are a lot of people in the organization, obviously that are not going to be supervising or overseeing people, then we'll do communication training, oral, Mm -hmm. written, email, and behavior assessments and things like that. So people can understand the differences. So you can see how it's not just about, oh, well, we need leadership training. It's about the entire solution for the organization or the business that is in need of achieving that goal or solving that problem. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That was phenomenal. I mean, there's organizational development in there. There's strategy. There's tactical. There's execution, implementation. I mean, a lot of times when initiatives fail, it's it's all about execution and implementation. And it sounds like your team will help uh, navigate those choppy waters throughout the organization so that at ground zero, where the action really is, the expectations are already set and the predictability is there and the consistency is there. And, you know, that's that leads to... Again, to your previous point, you know, increased productivity, efficiencies, and profitability. Wow, just excellent. Thank you, Chad. Last question. How does someone with interest or questions get in touch with you? Oh, great question. So we've got a number of business development managers that are specialized in different areas. And so the easiest way, really, and and then we can field that, but the easiest way is to go ahead and send an email to bci at lcc.edu. I'll say that again, bci at lcc.edu. If you desire to speak to me, I'm totally happy and open to that. Just go ahead and mention that in the email and I'll be more than happy to reach out and connect. Well, thank you so much, Chad, for sharing some fantastic information about the BCI and how it helps companies grow and supports our regional workforce. Excellent stuff. And thank you all for the pleasure and privilege of your time. This has been your host, Bo Garcia. I look forward to sharing time with you again soon. Have a tremendous day.